Oh man. <laughs> so a okay. slap to to us to start the pod. <laughs> right off the bat. It's just It's funny from the start, that's what you get. Yeah. I mean, um I I, I must admit that I didn't expect the backwards facing cap, but Why would you? I look like an idiot. <laughs> okay. I look like an absolute So you are self aware. You do realize I'm doing it. this purely for comedic purposes. Okay. Was there a part of you though that put it on with a little bit of hope? Just like just like maybe twenty percent put it on and was like, you know what, let's let's see because stranger things have happened. Nah. I would never wear a hat like this. Maybe I might want to try and get away with like a this. Okay. So vert, but, but a little bit more of a rakish, you know, front to back. And to be fair, I think I do kind of make that work. I've never done this. I've never done this for realsies, but I think I could make that work. I think that you kind of look like a director. You kind of look like you're wow. shooting a commercial. You got places to be, and you know the producers are in your ears, and you've just got things to get done. I like it. What type? What type of director am I? Um, probably pet food. But pet like food? the cats are being a pain, um, and you just you can't deal with Mister <laughs> Mister Fluffy. Like and, a pet food commercial. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. Can someone do something with those fucking kittens? Why Fuck. does it look like that? I don't want to eat this shit. <laughs> you call that a cat? Get me a real fucking cat and be back in five. Okay? Take five, everybody. We're going to be back in five. And action. It's a natu- You actually seem 100% like legit. This wow. is the job that was meant for you. Cool. Well, now I don't need that. Why do I have 90s hair? Oh, <laughs> you took it off and there was like that a just come out like <laughs> They just come out like Hugh Grant for some reason. I mean, well, I, I that's mean, something I want. You've, <laughs> you've overshot. No, I mean... You came out looking like never... Screech and you said you looked like Hugh Grant. <laughs> I looked more like Paul Rudd. <laughs> Let's split the difference. In your dreams. Yeah. You know, um, Emma texted me the other day, apropos of nothing, it just said, I had the same birthday as Paul Rudd. <laughs> this explains why you're such a good match. <laughs> yeah. For, for you, it feels like terms. you're yeah. basically dating Paul Rudd, which is what we all want. Yeah. Lucky her. <clears throat> <laughs> You'd seem bitter. You wish that your birthday yeah. was Paul Rudd's birthday. I wish I feel more like Paul Rudd than she does, and okay. I think it's wasted. Okay, um, well I'm sorry. Um, your beard's looking very nice, Nick. It looks drawn on, to be honest. From here, my beard. Yeah, it's just my normal it looks like beard. A fake beard. It looks like a, it honestly looks like a fake beard. Okay, well thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I was mean, going it looks for. Like, it looks like the quintessential. Like too good, is that what you're yeah. saying? A little bit. You look uh, like. A Lego. It looks like a Lego beard. You look like a Lego man. Okay, you want to see a few more imperfections? <laughs> man, you really just spin anything into a compliment, won't you? Yes, I will spin anything into compliment. <laughs> You're so good at that. <laughs> I'm not that good at it. That's actually my one weakness. I don't know how to take a compliment. So, I got you a present. You got me a present? <gasps> it's, a, it's a tin of mole. It's a box of Maltesers. Okay, so you but didn't the problem was, out for the tin. Didn't want the tin. Okay. 
Uh, I mean, it's a very noisy. It's too noisy for a chocolate <laughs> to give. That as a That's present. Fair. Not perfect you gave for a movie a, setting. You gave me an instrument, is what you gave me. You didn't That's give true. me chocolate, and I don't want an instrument. If you've got kids, imagine how that could be you know, a nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, I got you this, but then I realized that you don't live here, so I'm going to eat them. Um, okay. But, <laughs> sure. Um, just, well, and, and I mean, it, I am going to be there in like two weeks' time, so you could just I'll leave them. them way before then. Eat them way before then. Okay. Well, they might go out of date. They might go out of oh, date. Yeah. What's the expiry date? When's When's twenty? Because by law, it'll be printed onto all of the boxes. An expiry it says date. Says tw- April twenty twenty seven. Oh no. Wow, that's a long That doesn't back up your argument at all. No. Oof, Oof. awkward. Well, let's just see what happens. How about that? Okay, we'll see. Um, But I got them to say sorry for um, missing the the last podcast. We it's been a month. It's been like a whole month. It's been actually terrible. Um, you don't you don't owe me an apology. Um, I've come to accept these sort of um, character flaws or. Um, failings, um, weaknesses, uh, insensitivities, um, inconsiderations, uh, you know, this kind of stuff, um, from you, obviously Uh, uh, I'm still friends with you. So I've kind of, you know, I've accepted them who you've really let down. I think, um, (laughs) is the fan is yourself. Okay. Way worse. So the fan, I mean, I think he does. Okay. He can probably make make it through a month without hearing our silly voices, but you, you got to look yourself in the mirror, mate. I don't really think that I do, but I do have something to say about this situation, and okay. it's a positive thing. And okay. It's that I really appreciate it. You know, I'm trying to, I'm 31 or so now. I'm trying You're about to, be to say 34. Man. Why was there an F sound coming? I feel like thirty-four. Okay, honestly, these yeah. last this last month has has made has felt like three years. Um, and I wanted to, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm getting old. I want to want to be better, and I just really appreciated how you said, "Hey, Michael, you were so direct, and you're always this way, but you're so direct." You said, "Hey." I'd appreciate a little heads up if you know you got a thing. And this came down to me not being able to plan. I had like a lot of shit, but like I don't really plan. I don't see my future more than, you know, a couple of days. I don't, I don't look past that, but I just really appreciated how you were like, Hey, I need this from you. And it's like, okay, cool. And like, we, there's never ever, whenever you and I have like a, like a, I don't know, like a domestic problem or something, a domestic um, I, I like how we like how we just sort our shit out very quickly. And it's coming from your end cause you're a mature, genuine adult. <laughs> no, that's not true. And I'm a child. Well, that's, that's the dynamic and that's uh that's a dynamic for a reason. But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just wanted to say that I appreciated us, you know, dude. Just yeah. Fucking us. I, I love us, man. Yeah. Um, us is great. No, I, I didn't expect such a heartfelt uh, start to this episode. Um, but Psych! <laughs> I didn't mean oh, any Oh, you dude. got me! Oh, I didn't learn I was just fucking about... thing. Oh. Same old me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotcha. fell for the old gotcha. MZ original. <laughs> Boom! When you think I've grown... You know, the uh, number of people who messaged me and said, 
Did you write that thing pretending to be Michael on the Facebook page, claiming to have gone to a time management course? People said that to me too. <laughs> That's the thinking that, that I'd written best. it. They sent to you. Yeah, Why did they... Nick write that? Yeah. Oh, I fuck. think that means I you did stitched a just brilliant both up job. somehow. <laughs> hey, I was going down. And you, have to, you just have to come in with me. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's why we're a team. We are. We're a team. But yeah. But you've been busy. Um, you sound like there's been stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, on the other side of not being able to plan things is um, I actually can't remember any of the things that I've done. Great. Well, that's going to really just shorten this intro. I really just drift through life. You know, <laughs> just things jellyfish. happen around me. They don't happen to me. If it wasn't for sharks or other predators, you could technically live forever. But unfortunately, <laughs> that that box of Maltesers is calling for you and will be your downfall. Yes, sir. Welcome to Deep Fort, everybody. Gosh, it's nice to be back. It feels strange to say these words, but what a relief and an exciting Don't moment. Melt this. Um, I've Don't become a little this. bit sentimental, and I'd like to thank you all for being here um, in what's been quite a trialling uh, month you know, um, for all of us. Um, some more you than have others. A good life. Um, this is that. a podcast. We talk about things sitting through the internet with me for the first time in four weeks. Michael Zabrecki, say hi. Mickey Z, he's back. He's back. He's wearing he's a cap, and he looks and like Screech. That's a that's a haiku, is what we call that. <laughs> it is. And I'm Nick. Hi, hi Nick. Hi. We. Uh, what do you feel about the Mickey Z and Nicky needs to pee kind of uh, name? Okay, interesting. Do you, it's do got you a dig little it? bit of a. Uh, a little I've been trialing on the Instagram, and I think it could be a thing. I um I don't read those posts. Um, I most that's I mostly use Instagram just for pornography. Um, so it's just a little bit tame. Me too. Um, a little bit <laughs> tame. Um, so maybe we should change our branding then, if if that's all that we're using it for. We um, could just ease into it. We ease, <laughs> sure. Um, but I do like the idea of the sort of radio shock jock kind of vibe to this show. A bit of a soundboard, some uh, some farts. Um, we could really liven up some of the more heady discussions. So I'm open Dude, to it. If I knew I was allowed to fart on this. This would have been a very different podcast from the start. There is a lot that I do have to cut out of this um, show every week. So, I think I think burps are funny. In a podcast, a burp is funny because it's not an offensive sound. It's quite a warm sound. And also, it's funny. Okay. Well, we'll see what the audience <laughs> thinks. <laughs> um, um, you must remember okay. some of the things that have been occupying the last month. You had okay, visitors, so you had work, you had... Visitors? Who are the visitors? Someone was living with you, right? Emma's oh, sister yeah. or something? <laughs> Emma's sister. Oh, yeah, so maybe I, I've got one story. Is that you were prompting me for a story there? Or? Well, I just thought that we might want to recap things. I don't really have a specific topic for this one. I just thought it was going to be catch-up, but I've got a whole bunch up. of Let's like newsy, newsy sciencey little bits if we need them. Great. Cool. Um, well, how about I tell you about, well, so Emma had her birthday um, yesterday, maybe? No, two days ago. Two days. Big, big three O. Okay. So she had like a little drinks thing and then her sister came down to stay with us. So it's, and then tomorrow we're going to stay by the beach for a few days. It's been, uh, it's been a whole week of Emma's birthday, which is fine. 
Okay. You, know? you, you did, a... you, you accidentally Seinfelded then, so that suggests that there is no. perhaps some undercurrent of... No, I'm... no, no, no. I mean, a bit, a week. It's fine. It's a week. It's fine. <laughs> it was more to lead me into this, which is that, so I got her a um, big, big 30th birthday. I got her a ring, right? <gasps> okay. So this is the problem. Okay. All right. So I had this, this uh, on the Friday. I had this discussion with uh, a couple of my work, work pals. And I, they said, where'd you get Emma for your birthday? I said, a ring. And they went, oh what are you doing? And I was like, come on, no way. Like this is, this is, this is not a problem. And they were like insisting that it was a problem. Yeah. They're like, you don't get no girl a ring on her 30th birthday. Okay. She going to think you can get ma- married. Who do you work with? this voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but it, it was, yeah. Like, middle-aged women there were some middle-aged women in there that uh-huh. were like absolutely you know 45 uh-huh. to 55 uh-huh. yeah anyway they know this territory um, well they well they think that they do i think this is my thought that they come from even that one generation the the 30 to 35 i reckon there's some a lot of lots changed sure um, so they were, they were thinking, they were telling me that I needed, I need to basically get her another present and they were being like serious, didn't do it. Got her a ring. It was a nice gold ring. Nothing like fan, no emerald or diamond. No or thought whatever, into like, it. No romance. Yeah. It'd be super weird if I just got, I just didn't get, I just proposed. It would be so weird. <laughs> yes. And anyway, Emma loved the ring and everything, but, um. And I, I told her that I had this discussion with people at work. She was like, "What? Is, what? No, no way! I would, I would never want to marry you." <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, "Cool, we're okay." So, so we're on the same page. Good. She was like, "Oh my god, could you imagine?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's enough." Okay, yeah, I get it. And then I cried. Yeah. Speaking of, how oh, yeah. is your visa situation with her? Is she able to stay in the country as your partner? Don't know. Nothing ever came of that. Um, no, it's got it's been sent off, but uh-huh. it. Ta- I don't know if the, I don't know what the time frame is. Whether it's six months to a, a year. I feel like I did that two months, like eighteen months ago. Yep, and then they had to do a second round one, like a oh. couple of months ago. Oh, okay. So many rounds. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you'd had it back and had further rounds and things. It's progressed. Okay, that's good. But you have to, you have because the because the it takes so long to do it. You have to like keep reaffirming. Yeah. Because weird. a lot can change in four years. Like, yeah. ah, how about you speed up the system? Yeah. Four years. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think it's been that long. Four years. Oh, of you two. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, not not for no, the no, process. No, no, uh, no, the process. The process has taken four years to maybe get a three, visa. Maybe two. Okay. Well, I just chopped it in half. There, you did. You? Okay, that's all right. Well, uh, the good news is I'm glad that uh, Emma liked the ring and is not engaged to you. Um, I, the bad news is I'm sorry that that broke your heart in the process, and you discovered no, something about yourself you didn't know you wanted. No, no, no. Quite the opposite is true. 
I I just really have no desire to get married at all. Do you? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think because it's more of a fuck you. Like, for you, it'd be kind of like a bland... Well, it's two white people, you know, like, you're at a wedding. But me not getting married is the fuck you. That's the fuck you, right? Like, for you, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, I've been to a wedding before. For me, it's a little bit more like, huh, this is new, this is interesting, this is fun, this is where all the cool people are hanging out. You know, we've got different races so you, here, so, it's a little so bit you fancy. Think, so you think the cool people are straight people? No. Because that's what you heavily implied. Wait, Why? Because you said, I want to hang out here because this is where all the cool people hang out. You're not coming to my wedding. It's all gay people at my wedding. What? It's gays only. I could be gay. I'm on, <laughs> I, 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 could, I could act gay, no offense. I mean, it, it, would, be, it would be offensive to watch, definitely. It would be offensive. But I don't mean any offense by making even no, that no, of course. joke. Yes, I understand the distinction. But I could, I could camp it up. You, if, yeah, if you, you could. Wanted. You could have like a classic uh, 80s movie scene where you had to impress the bouncer to get through the door and you could really, really get there. And then there'd be this beat where it's like, did he buy it? Did he not buy it? And then you'd be like, come on in, mate. Go suck some dicks in there. I love it. Yeah. This is a movie, dude. This is a movie, dude. So you want to get married. Cool. As a fuck you. I get that. Well, not as a fuck you, as a testimony of love and, you know, connection and things, but also, like, it's it, it feels cool that it's an option now. Yeah. Well, that's why I was waiting to... You're, so, you're so used to rights that you just can't be bothered taking advantage of them any of them more. Take it from me. Rights are boring and stupid Rights sometimes. are boring. I'm rights so sick of suck. getting everything well, that I wanted. Look, rights... Let me tell you something about being a straight white male, Nick. <laughs> rights aren't all they're cracked up to be. Is that okay? right? With rights come responsibility, mate. I don't know if you uh, if you don't know that being a minority your whole life, but uh, it's actually not what it's cracked out to be. Okay. I like to think of myself as a majority minority because... Uh, you are. Well, I'm probably a minority you're still minority. Male. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 but uh, guys, I've got some news. I'm not white, <laughs> but you ain't white. <laughs> uh, yes, no, two out of three ain't bad. Um, yep, doing well. Yeah. Did you do you have any um, stories? Uh, yeah. What did I do in this past month? I had a bit of work. We went off. for a hike. Yeah, we climbed a mountain. Climbed an actual that mountain cool. last weekend over the Easter break. Uh, I mean, it's not the the tallest mountain in the world, but it was one that was real, and that's pretty cool. Um, so we drove out of town a little bit down to the sort of southern southern ranges here on the South Island of New Zealand and and did a hike up um, a place called the Peel Forest up to this summit, which was about 950 metres of uh, altitude gained. Um, and we did that over the course of a few hours and then struggled back down again. Uh, but it was I'm impressed by how fit you're getting you said last episode I think that you're a gym bro now and then you're sending <laughs> me pics of your legs at the gym I saying did, you you no, your leg that. benching 120 k's jeez didn't, KGs. Didn't, didn't send pictures but yeah that was true yeah 125 yeah that's I 
I tried to do 80 after you told me that. And I, I, I was like, I'm going to end up on YouTube. I'm going to go viral if, if I keep I mean, doing this. I couldn't do it. That should have incentivized you. It should have been like, well, YouTube is its own reward. Have you seen... <laughs> yes. But have you seen those videos? Maybe you don't seek the shit out of like guys doing that leg press. So I'll just fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Doing this leg press... Yeah. And then the weight just goes, and then the leg fucking the knee yeah, shoots no, out of there. No, I haven't watched. No, blood. I haven't watched that because I do not want to watch that, and I don't like the idea of that. Um, no, horrifying. Yeah, it is horrifying. Well, thankfully I my legs don't and do now that. Now that's that's what I think every time. Not every time. I, not even every time I do a leg press. Every time I walk in the gym, that's yeah. what I think. This is full of danger. <laughs> yeah, I mean there are a lot of heavy things there. That's kind of one of the, the, the rules is that there are heavy bits in. And uh, there's some, that's scary, you know? There's things, you don't want to be the person who lifts heavy things and then drops it on things. No. And not, not only just that, the, just the guys that are in there. Like, so there's some, some of the scariest guys in the, in the city are probably there. Because no. bikies, need to, bikies need to work out. Guys who just gotten out of prison need to maintain no, that prison box. This, is, this <laughs> is just prejudice. All you need to do, and I swear, next time you're in the gym, just do this. It'll put you completely at ease. All you have to do okay. is go up to them and tickle them under the arm. Just give them a little bit of a kuchik. that work? And then they'll start to giggle and you'll start to giggle and it'll just completely remove the tension in the room. And they'll say, hey, man, you know, do you need a spot or whatever? And you've tried that and that works? Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my go to. Sometimes it okay. takes you in other directions as well, but that you know, you can you can navigate that as you need. Most of the time it works. Most of the time it works, yeah. Do you usually use a feather or just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally a feather. Normally a feather, sometimes yep. like a cat toy, you know, like one of those things where you drag like in front of a kitten. Like a laser pointer sometimes as well. <laughs> uh, just anything to sort of get their attention. Yeah, one of those things, but with like a 90s picture of Pamela Anderson on this, so they really go for it. Dude, yeah. at one point, at one point, I just remember this, this is so funny. At one point, I decided that I wanted to put up a poster in my locker. I would have been in year six. And it's wow. the lamest thing ever. I just got one of my mum's new ideas, cut wow. out a picture of Pamela Anderson and even back then, by the way, this is like, she's past her prime career. Oh, wow. And I just, I got it out and I laid it out on, on the table. And my mum said, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I said, uh, I'm just, and I just was honest with her. I thought I, it wouldn't be something I got in trouble for. Yeah. And I just said, I'm just uh, getting some like art for, for my locker. <laughs> and she said, there is... No way. And she like, she. I remember her being angry, she, like slapped me. Anyway. Wow. I wasn't even attracted to Pamela Anderson. She was like 50 then. I yeah, was, right. I would have been 14 and she would have been 60. And I just wanted like, I wanted other guys to see and say, well, this guy's badass. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a certified badass. So that's why you're into mum slapping you. Oh, it all, it all makes sense. There it is. There it is. What are um, we talking about? We're talking about you hiking, <laughs> I think. Yeah, it went hiking, gym, legs, bros, lockers, Pamela Anderson. Love it. Love it. Yeah, so we did what a hike. A pod. 
Great story, Nick. Great story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was bloody hard. I was proud that we did it. Yeah, you guys hike a lot. Like, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah sometimes. Yeah. This was, this was the, the, the biggest tramp, as they call it, that I've ever done. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but you've been getting away a little bit, haven't you? I keep seeing pictures of you in beaches and places. Where are you just going ke- this weekend? Going... Oh, this weekend we're going to um, the Mornington Peninsula and um, just with uh, maybe like eight other friends and just having a time at the beach, two nights. Oh, lovely. And is this the Emma party angle or is this yeah. just a get together? No, it is. Yeah. Eight people. Hey, people, nice, nice and light. Uh, but yeah, should be fun. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, if you've enjoyed this kind of thing, then I suppose... What? <laughs> no. I have no concept of time. Wait, I've got, I've got so many things. I've got yeah, so many okay. things. No, I, that, was, that was for com- wa- comedic purposes. It was just a natural lull. I'm, I'm conscious of doing, like, talking too much. You feel like you're not talking enough or I kinda, too much? I felt like that the last one. Like, I okay. think I can hog sometimes. Mm, yeah, I think most people would probably say I hog more than you do, so I wouldn't be too worried. <laughs> I, th- I, I thought, I was wondering this the other day. Who do you reckon is like, every, who is, who do you reckon every, is everyone's favorite? Do you reckon mm. you've got, do you think you're everyone? I think mm. you're, people, more people agree with you. Mm, but Maybe, but you know like more me. of our listenership. <laughs> Don't bring that on me. No, I'm. I'm saying that's a good Don't thing. You're spin it like the, No, I'm not spitting at the back. I'm saying that you you have actively invited so many people to listen along, and they have, um, versus my friends over here, which have decided that they don't want to. <laughs> I like that because that implies that they've. Just very they politely sampled. got up to you and said, "Hi, Nick. Just let you know, stop listening to podcasts because it was rubbish, to be honest, yeah. and boring." Yeah, I did. And yeah, I and that other to. guy, he's got very problematic views, and <laughs> that's just not for us. But thanks for the tip. Bye. Yeah. Um, and I'll just give you back the phone I was using. Um, thank you for lending it to me with the archive of all the previous episodes. And uh, I guess, um, yeah, we'll just check it back into the library. <laughs> um, do you remember how last week we were... Last, sorry, last week. Last month. month. The last episode, we talked about Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. And how... And I said he, he was is exactly like a you. sex freak. Yeah. And you said that. And then he got cancelled. Yeah, he, he. So then I'm thinking, we obviously have a power. So who, <laughs> who do we want to cancel this week? Okay, so it's the weekly cancel show. You yeah. get to cancel anyone you want. Oh, this is a power that I'm not sure should be used flippantly. Um, I mean, the first instinct is to be really contrarian and be like Tom Hanks. You know, if we really want to prove that it. Could- Let's go that hard. Would be an interesting cancel. And then you'd be that like, be okay. Okay, we do have a power now because Tom Hanks is beloved. If we can bring him down, that's beloved. a real... We'd be the only people in the world 
campaigning to get rid of Tom Hanks. So we'd definitely be the ones that did it. Here's the problem. I love Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. I know. That's the problem. You know what? I I love Tom Hanks so much that I love Colin Hanks a lot. I'm a big Colin Hanks guy. And that's now, do that's, you like the other Hanks who's no. doing the I mean, South no one, African stuff? Because <laughs> he's no one, a very interesting No one interesting loves the second son Hanks. as much. Yeah. The other Hanks. <laughs> the second son is very weird. <laughs> he's often a different... Weird. He's in a different sphere. He doesn't even look that Hanksy. No. He's uh, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. And that, Strange I font I mean that choices. Yeah. Sure. Uh, here's one I think you'd love. Okay. On some level. Okay. A Ricky Gervais. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. But I don't think that he would take a cancelling any... Like, it wouldn't make any difference to him. Well, this is what's happening with a lot of these guys who's been cancelled. And and by that, I mean, like, Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, uh, Louie, I guess. They... I mean, those first two guys, D'Elia and Brian Callen, they... Both are just I don't really to know do their either own. of them very well. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some my friends will. Um, they they're like comedians, and they've just come back onto their podcasts. You know, their their listenership is still there. They're just doing it on Patreon. Yeah, right. So yeah, that so just like I think with Ricky so Gervais I, as well, whose brand is sort of I'll say the thing which is, you know, that people don't want to say. He's kind mm-hmm. of got a toe in those waters already. And I think that there would be oh, some nothing pe- he could say could cancel him. I don't think it would be, be it would be behavior. Thing. Yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. something. But he I said. don't see him doing anything. I, no. He's not a sexual man. No, no. Um, it would be interesting conceptually. I think to see how he responded to it if there was um, yeah. allegations or something made. I mean, the the interesting one that I was thinking of the other day was um, Chris Hardwick who oh, I yeah. take it is still out there, still making podcasts. I haven't really checked to see who he's getting on there or or anything, but he's still like hosting game shows and that sort of thing. But it very much feels like he, he disappeared out of the sphere. Like he's, he's I in a different I stopped listening world. to his podcast. Yeah, I stopped listening to his podcast. And then I kept his new one on my like pod thing. So every now and then I'll see like the banner notification. And he looks like he's not getting like great guests, but he's getting some like, some friends who obviously want to stand by him or something. So he's got some big names on there. But nothing like... What was what was the last one? I really liked the last one. Nerdist, before it was Idiot. Nerdist. Yeah. Because yeah. he had the two offsiders, and they have, like, not been... Um, they haven't said anything about him. They just quit the show mm. when all that came out, and they didn't ever go back. And that, to me, right. I think was the most, like... Um, suggestive behavior of it all because they didn't stick by him and they didn't reemerge when it all, you know, settled down a bit. They just like, well, that, that's what they were out. That's what I, I liked about that podcast, which is that they would get together once a year or whatever and really talk and have like the fight out on, on air, which is, you know, that's, that's the best thing for me. Like, I just think that's the greatest. Yeah. But then they, they talked openly about, you know, how he was kind of a bit of a, brute well that's the thing i feel like in retrospect it was something that they sort of suggested he liked to do more than they liked to do and it Uh was i don't know something that fed into that personality of of control 
freakiness or um, star fucking or like arrogance or whatever that sort of saw him as more important than them, Jonah and Matt. Yeah. But it's been a while since I really followed up on that. Sorry, can you just give me one second? Sure, dude. Sending an email. It's my trainer trying to book me in for tomorrow morning. So are you sticking to your regular thing? Are you sticking to your whatever you're doing what, three times a week? Yeah, three times a week. Um, nice, dude. You got a little smile on your face then. Did you sense a little winky face? Did you? Send a little bit of a dick pic. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, a he likes bit. to see progress in that regard as well. Um, oh, he's training your dick? Because it's... Dick trainer? Uh, it's going to be 9 a.m. tomorrow and I'm not awake at 9 a.m. And I was just not looking forward you're to not- it. Okay, and you just like, hey, I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I said I would do my best. But you might have to. Isn't that the point of a personal trainer that he just like beats down the door and says, you're fucking doing it, man. No, that's a very outdated style of um, encouragement. You know, it's all about, we just talk about, you know, the good stuff. Joe Rogan, um, the problems with the communist China, um, you know, just sort of more intellectual stuff to get the brain going and then the body follows, you know? Is that right? Yeah. What um, What religion is he? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Get back to me on that. He does wear a burqa. Right. <laughs> but I don't want to make any conclusions. I bet it's, I bet it's hot in there when you're training. <laughs> it is hot in there. Oh, you're in there. <laughs> I laughed at that. Like, I was watching it on TV. I was like, oh, yes. That guy on the screen said something. Ah, <laughs> oh, comedy, dude. Comedy. Ooh. Oh. Um, so. Um, he is pretty hot, though. Is your trainer hot? It's pretty hot, yeah. Don't let Casey hear this. Uh, he knows. I sent photos. He knows. That's not... That's a recipe for disaster, Nick. Is it? That's a recipe... <laughs> it's a recipe it? for disaster. Is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, is it? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I see where or... you're going. Is, is it? it? <laughs> oh, or okay. is it? Oh, no, it would be because his yeah, he does have a girlfriend. Um, so that's pretty serious. Mm. Yeah, or that must be weird. It? Just like you like, because Casey's bisexual. You are. Oh, I never thought about is this. It? Oh, I see where you're going. Or is it? But you're attracted to people who are not. Attracted to you a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like a lot of like you're attracted to guys and only 10% of guys are gay. So that must be tough. That must be weird. Yeah, we have talked about this years ago. But yeah, remember back in the days when it was like a... um, We're talking about the odds of it all. Like just the odds of Mm. being a gay person, meeting another gay person and getting along. And how that's just so much smaller chances than straight people meeting and getting along um just on a pure numbers game but yeah so a lot of you're totally right a lot of 
you know, the guys that you walk past on the street and you're like, oh, that's a nice looking guy. Absolutely yeah. no chance that they'll be into you. Yeah. And is that why, do you think Casey just settled for you, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, arguably, he um, has, a, like, twice oh, actually, the playing he's field. Got the most? Yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah. Ah. Oh. That must be terrible as well, I think. Too much choice is always a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, we do know that, you know, uh, oversupply of things just makes choices harder. Just cheapens everyone, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to tell you that I have... Dis- well, I've made inroads into seeing a therapist. Oh. What, what's brought that about? A couple of a couple of things. Um, one one of I'll say one of them, um, which is that I I just feel like I sometimes I really struggle to focus. You know yeah. this, <laughs> it isn't anyone, but I sometimes I just feel that when people are talking, I just don't even know what they've said, and I don't know if everyone has this, but I I am starting to feel now that I have it more than other people. Like sure. I can't follow, especially when people are talking about like events and how events might unfold, which I kind of need for work. Like, I'm just like, what? Like, I just, I, it's, I, it's not like tuning out, but it's like focusing on what I'm foot on the fact that I can't focus. Information like re- retention, like recept, recept, receiving information. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, decided to like, it's a bit of a process. You, apparently you can get 20 something sessions each year but now yeah. with covid yeah but you have to ring up the uh ring up the, the doctor basically say i guess what you would say to the psychologist and then she's just like mm, maybe i'll refer you maybe i won't you're right like, we're, but is this a doc like ideally you'd be calling up your gp right who does know you and like and it's not well, like i a, mean it's not like a a, a, a cold call to a from a vacuum cleaner salesman my my gp seen me twice and they're both in the same week <laughs> yeah i don't have a gp <laughs> yeah, i haven't sure. gone to the doctor until i broke my rib yeah right. um so then she's like okay fill out this add test well she didn't call it an add test she was like fill out this test uh-huh. i'm like it's like something you'd do i think you have done it's actually it's something like... i explicitly did do on the podcast without telling you was ask you all the questions and then fill you out and tell you that it seemed like you had a strong likelihood of being adhd yeah yeah and let me tell you it felt good to just pu- really just pass a test with flying colors it felt really good <laughs> <laughs> it was like i'm nailing this yeah i know exactly where this is going and yeah. I've done it before Done it before. I genuinely did fly through that test. It was like whoop, boop, boop. First thing you focused and... on all day. <laughs> yeah. The problem was it took me eight hours for <laughs> ten questions. <laughs> but I uh, sent that thing back to her and then she sends me a list of psychologists. Um, and I I just have to pick one and they're all they all seem booked out it's weird picking out like a psychologist or a therapist because they all have their like their blurb and they're like i specialize in women's rights and you know whatever LGBT and you're like okay and, well yeah. I, I don't know if they're just like put that's what they they're putting on their thing so i pick out like 
Because that's what I'm meant to do. If you're writing a blurb saying what you specialize in, like I'm meant to find me in the blurb and go, okay, well, that sounds like me, which is silly. Or because none of just, them are going to say straight white male. I specialize in straight <laughs> white male. Unless Jordan Peterson's moved to fucking Melbourne. But uh, what's what's your experience been with choosing a therapist and all that weird shit? Well, but yeah, I, I'll talk about that in a second. But like, just to to tie it up, have you f- picked someone now? Are you waiting or are you still deliberating? I'm still deliberating because there's all these things like, I don't know if I want a man or a woman. Um, and like, that's very important. I think I, I'll be, I will behave differently around a man and a woman, which is that silly? I think we all behave differently around the opposite gender or with the same, that gender matters is what I'm saying. Yeah. In how you act. Yeah. My honest opinion is that it's probably better to pick anyone sooner rather than pick someone later because A, the waiting yeah. times take ages, but B, Chances are you'll have a couple of sessions with this person be like, you know what? We're just not on the same wavelength. And that's not any fault of either of you. It's just like you're, you need to find a hairdresser. You need to find someone who gets what you want and who you can speak to in a certain way, who they can then listen to and feed back to you in a certain way so that you don't get whatever's happening on your head right now. That that's is the dynamic. And the faster you get into one and try it, and then but you're like, okay, yeah, I think this is right. Or mm, I think I need to try someone else, the, the better. Great advice, Nick. That's great. Then, okay, yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, I think you should probably pick a, a guy to get started with as well. Just Oh. Just, I, I think okay. that the fact that you even brought it up suggests that you should just pick a guy. It doesn't, like, there's, there's not a sexist aspect of it in the same way that going to... Um, your GP, you might prefer a male GP. In the same way, going to the sex health clinic, you yeah, want a guy there. That's it. Just get a, just speak that's to it. a guy. You know. Um, I have. And I want a guy when I'm and I'm complaining that Emmett doesn't do the dishes. I want a guy that like says, "Hey, man, that's woman's work." Instead of like <laughs> exactly. getting like, instead of getting like the stink eye from you know a female yeah, psychologist saying someone living I'm in a the piece century, of shit just yeah. because I think. That ever should do the dishes because she's a woman. Yeah. I mean, it might take a few attempts to find the right fit for you, it sounds like, but you just gotta keep you gotta keep trying. <laughs> um the uh I, I can't remember because I've only been to one psychologist or counselor. I can't even remember the qualifications, but it was I think so twenty thirteen coming back from the um uh, my overseas trip where I had my heart stuff and all the anxiety and everything was, was playing mm. up. And I honestly don't remember why I ended up at that person. Maybe because it was one of the sooner options, maybe because it was referred via the GP and that was just someone that he knew. I, I, I can't even remember the system that it was all incorporated in at that time. I don't think the NDIS existed. I don't think the, there was definitely not this COVID-related 20 sessions or whatever it's now at. So, yeah, I don't even remember the process that it went through for it. Um, right. But I feel like it was... Because it, it wasn't even convenient. It was out in Marion. Like, it, was, it wasn't nearby or anything. So it must have just been either a timing or a, a connection thing where they just knew the person. Um, okay. But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a list and I didn't out. get to choose... And maybe, to be honest, maybe if I'd felt 
like he was pretty decent um, and he did help in terms of um, giving a psychological a, a couple of psychological processes to identify panic attacks and how to sort of understand them from like a scientific perspective which was helpful it wasn't super practical in a way that perhaps I needed um, and in a way that something like mindfulness sort of self-awareness has helped much more with me being able to identify oh you're being anxious this is just anxiety talking ignore this this is just you, this is your dumb brain uh, that's mm. been much more practically useful than I think anything I learned in that moment but at the same time um, he, he did do enough to sort of get me over that that hurdle but if if I had perhaps connected with him a bit better um, uh, or seen a different person maybe I would have gone for a bit longer and got something else out of it you know who knows yeah I think the it'll just be interesting to try and get an explanation on to as to how your brain is working at least to some degree like yeah. that is interesting like you're you're this is repetitive or this is patent behavior or you know you're you know getting into i've been reading up about this attachment theory lots have you heard about attachment theory no i don't know that i have it's the theory that some people people come in like vaguely three different types one is secure one is um avoidant and the other is anxious and secure people basically have their shit together they were love they were they got love enough when they were a child avoidant uh, people that didn't get the right type of uh they didn't they didn't get the uh, the love or the attention that they needed when they were kids in the like the first two or three years of life and it was kind of manifested in um not wanting to get too close to people or when people do get close they kind of push them away or and they avoid you know things and yeah that kind of shit and then um anxious is um people who are basically you know clingy or needy um and they're they're labeled as anchors is the secure and island is avoidant and waves are anxious and often um you'll get waves crashing into islands a lot if you catch my drift um but it's a very it's an interesting theory and it's interesting to go down that rabbit hole and in the context of okay i'm gonna seek out someone to try and open up my brain or at least try and read my brain and then tell me um you know ways to make that process a little smoother on the the day-to-day level yeah to see to see what uh hurdles you're encountering to get an idea of how your brain's operating and then suggest way you might be able to get over the hurdles better totally and i i don't feel like i um have am in any sort of i feel quite happy you know yeah so and and that's the perfect time to do this kind of stuff yeah that's what i was that's what i was thinking like i've never never felt more settled in my life or more content or happy so that's a good time like i don't i don't need to do this there's nothing like there's no problem that's causing my life any stress 
Yeah. But, you know, there's always something. Well, that's um, that's exciting, though. That's good. That's good to hear that you're in such a contented place. Yeah, you know how I can tell that I'm, um, like fine with myself or I'm not I'm I'm happy I thought this the other day when I can smoke a joint and I don't get really anxious and I don't have all those because usually in my 20s when I smoked even a little bit of a joint I'd have all of my everything that I needed to worry about would, would just come up to my mind and I'd feel anxious about it and I'd stress and I'd I'd feel I'd feel overwhelmed every time yeah and then and when I had certain periods where, you know, I, financially I was fine, I was, you know, happy in the relationship, you know, things were going well, I r- recall being able to smoke a joint and, you know, those things wouldn't come up. I'd be able to at least manage them quite well. Yeah. So that's how I kept a barometer that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's been your um, substitute psychologist. <laughs> um, so did the GP say... Oh yes, this looks like it could be ADHD. Or did they just take the form and go, "Hmm." So here are some names you might want to speak to. She hasn't gotten back to me yet, okay. <laughs> and um, no, she. So I spoke to her on the phone for like half an hour, and she said on that call, she said, "By the but the sound of what you've told me on the phone, that seems like you know we should probably at least investigate it." So she hasn't responded yeah. on the quiz the pop quiz that right. i nailed yeah but uh yeah it'll pursue it and which, i'll keep you posted which disney how it's going which yeah that actually could maybe work yeah sorry what did you say to me you'll you'll keep me posted yeah i'll keep you posted with all that stuff yeah hopefully by next time i have a have a shrink and then we'll get her on the pod yeah perfect or him <laughs> or him you know, shrinks aren't just women, Michael. These days, even a man can be a psychologist. So you must have a story. You must have something must have happened over the over the last month of note. Your parents giving you thumbs up. <laughs> the innocuous thumbs up on Facebook. I mean, I can hate that. I think we all relate to writing a message in the family chat whether it's a text like a group text or a facebook or something and then getting just the dismissive hurtful single automated button press thumbs up response where you're like well i asked i asked the question and you've just given a thumbs up or i've told you that someone died and you've just given a thumbs up which did happen this week not someone that I knew, <laughs> but still, um, you know, I, I, I think we've given our parents too much power and we need to start taking it away from them again. It's like they, I think it's just because they've just gotten on Facebook and they haven't learnt manners yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, um, they're still learning the rules of the old, uh, World Wide web. Here's a trick, uh, parents of ours and parents abroad. Think about it as if it was happening in real life. Hey, Nick, your cousins just died. Okay? Doesn't work. Yeah. Right? It's dismissed. For the listener, I just did a thumbs up. It doesn't feel feel good to get a thumbs up 
a real sarcastic thumbs up when 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 you're telling some heartfelt news. It always feels sarcastic. A thumb always feels sarcastic. Let me tell you some real devastating news, and then Michael, you can model an appropriate reaction, right? A little bit more okay. empathetic. Um, okay. This would be good for my autism as well. I think I have that too. Okay. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Great job. We'll talk about autism in a second. Um, okay, here we go. We're, we're meant to be, dude. This is this is why. You and me forever, baby. Michael, I've got some bad news. Oh, God. What is it? You know, selling houses Australia? <laughs> what? Charlie and Shana aren't coming back for season 14. <laughs> no. You're lying. You're lying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charla? Charlie was announced at the end of last season. He's going I fucking he's going hate to Charlie. Australia. <laughs> but Shana, uh, just, Shana just happened last uh, week. Why would you fucking tell me that? I'm about to get married. I'm literally about to get married. Why I didn't want you to live a lie. <laughs> you were standing in the garden where it happened. What? This is where they called it quits. After that tree maimed the property owner. They were forced off the show. <laughs> what? You're my what? sister. I couldn't. What? I couldn't. What? Why are you was... lying? Why was that? Why was are that you fucking bit? lying? What? <laughs> I'm your sister. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, that was just a way of leading in to say, I did a 23 and me, and we're related we're related. Mikey. But here's the thing. I... Here's the thing. Knew it. Please don't celebrate. I knew it. Because I've got some bad news. Oh my god. Can you I, just... I don't think that we should get married anymore. <laughs> well... I think you're wrong, mister. <laughs> and I think we should get married. And I think just because we're sister and sister doesn't mean we shouldn't get married. If anything, it means we should get married. We already love each other. It's the deepest love I know. And it will be the deepest love you know. Okay. You didn't have to end this sketch. So, wait, dis- wait, 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 so we're, gross. We're sisters. I forgot we're sisters. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be it. That's gonna be a deep scissor. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Michael. So what we're saying that. is to all the parents listening, that's the way you should react on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> uh, autism. Did you see this week, Josh Thomas's, you know, Josh Thomas, Please Like Me, um, the creator of the four season uh, comedy series, Please Like Me, and Everything's Gonna Be Okay, his American um, more recent series. He had... I know uh, Josh. 
he had an article and coverage this week because the second season of that show, which is good and I recommend, um, has uh, is about to debut, in which he discusses the fact that he discovered recently that he was autistic. And mm. the this show, Everything is Going to Be Okay, is, uh, is he wrote and he explored and, and got into um, and stars both as a character and an actor, um, a young kid with um, autism. And after going through that process and doing a, uh, uh, putting a lot of effort into making sure that it was a um, authentic and um, worthwhile depiction of you know, um, neurodiverse people, he then started to have people message him on social media and follow up after the show had debuted and say, hey, is your character meant to be on the spectrum? Because you're acting like you might have autism as well. And he was like, uh, no, that's just me. I'm just playing me in the show. Wait, and then fans? Just this is fa- fans, fans who'd viewed the show and were watching were reading the show as if his character had autism. And oh then... He started to look into it and he started to speak to some of the advisors that they'd had on the show and the other um, support network there and has since been diagnosed as actually having autism, which he only wow. discovered as a result of going through this process. That's incredible. It's amazing, eh? Imagine getting diagnosed by your fans. Imagine having fans. Well, I mean, those are two very difficult things, aren't they? <laughs> but yeah, um, the the process of being interested in oh, a yeah. thing that turned out to be yourself. And now I believe, I haven't seen this season, of course, because it hasn't come out, but I believe they're writing into the show the fact that the character in the show discovers that he might be autistic because his sister in the show has autism and then they start to notice it in him, which is something that came about only because he, the actor, was doing this and playing Wait, and writing so it as himself. already has autism in the show. Correct, yeah. So he'd written yeah. a show about a kid with autism, and then that's why they had all the support network of autistic experts around um, the production. And then right. when it aired, viewers were looking at his character and saying, hey, do you have autism? Is this meant to be, are you implying? Because these behaviours you're depicting are you know, potentially on the spectrum. And then he was like, no, I just wrote the things that I would do and would say. And wow. then, yeah, it turns out there was a reason for that. Is he, like, on the spectrum? Where is he? Is he on the... I don't know that wing? you can really um, characterise it by... You can't be like, oh, he's 87%. I think I think he's just somewhere out there. I think they do do that. They do put them on the spectrum, though, don't they? Well, I, I don't know that there's... Um, like, what are you wanting to hear? He's, like, further than Asperger's, but not quite... I don't know. I just don't think that it's like it's not a binary thing. It's just a, a series of behaviors and and um, mannerisms and that sort of thing, right? It's, it's yeah, a, it's what, a big the, it's um, a big gooey cloud of of sure. behavior traits, right? Um, I watched a show called a three part doco called Expecting Amy, which is Amy Schumer having her child, basically her whole pregnancy, and it was so unbelievably good like i couldn't it was weirdly good and in that her husband as well she he starts doing things like if she she would fall over um he would just like 
not react at all empathetically. Like I think that's one of the the traits. Is it's kind of like a lack of potentially a lack of empathy, and he gets he gets diagnosed out of nowhere throughout the course of this three part docu series, mm. as well. So as so having weird. autism. As having autism and just seeing them like, it's like a, it's a guy, a highly functioning guy, going. This is not even something I've even ever thought about, and now I'm like some doctors just saying, "Oh yeah, you're aut- you're autistic," and just be like, "Whoa." Yeah, I think that. Well, I mean, this area of, of um, I don't know, the mental health sphere is is one that has some controversies attached with it because it is so hard to define and you know one valid question is are we just more aware of what to look for and what to call it these days so that we're able to point to more people or it's the prevalences of actual cases in the community cases is Mm. the wrong word amount of instances in the community actually now increasing um but you do wonder whether it's just like okay we're all better at identifying mental health stuff now and that's a good thing, yeah. and you're now able to help people who need help, or whether it is we've now narrowed whatever the the term of narrow narrow beha- uh, normal behavior is meant to be to like a defined space, a harder space, and people outside of that that maybe would have previously been called normal and, and lived their whole life as neurotypical people are now mm. sort of being framed elsewhere. I, I you know. Well, that's that's an interesting thing, because it's interesting when you when you are when you do get a diagnosis like that, and you are, um, you know, a functioning person, that the the stigma, like it's weird having the label, which is both could serve as a stigma, but also a scapegoat. Like if I'm th- I'm thinking in terms of myself. Yeah, I don't mean that autistic people are using their diagnosis. No, I don't think anyone took it. That's what, no. I'm, I mean, like, um, I feel like if I, me seeking out this ADHD diagnosis or at least investigating it, if I got it, I feel like I might, I might start to, even just in my own mind, just start to say, oh, I didn't do this, but that's because I can't focus on things, you know. I might start to give myself excuses. Yeah, but there's a difference between giving excuses, which I don't know, maybe there's a thing that could happen, but it, it could also be showing forgiveness to yourself, right? Mm. Yeah. I guess so. And that's that's that, that's not something I'm very well trained in. It, just a, as a way of being like, oh, why didn't I... Why why did I forget that thing? Or why can't I focus on what this person's saying or whatever? If you were, you know, able to say, oh, that's right, because my brain chemistry is set up in a way that I find it difficult to retain this information, then yeah. perhaps there's, that's a more straightforward, you know, healthy. step towards, a healthy step towards moving on towards asking the thing again or getting the solution or whatever it is. Yeah, good point. I genuinely didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> mm. Well, I suppose it's still early days. Yeah. Mm. So I yeah. guess um, it'll be interesting to see. The the other interesting uh, thing about the Josh Thomas thing with everything is going to be okay is that he previously worked with and, and 
and uh, had contribute to his show is Hannah Gadsby, who is also famously a, a comedian with autism. Um, oh, yeah. So just interesting to see that they sort of had gravitated towards each other, even if they didn't necessarily realize exactly why they had potentially bonded. Oh, that's nice. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I'm excited for you to um, seek out some consultation and um, explore this side of yourself a little bit. And, and thank you for telling me. Yeah, hopefully I do it sooner rather than late rather than, yeah there'll be a waiting than, period i'm sure rather than rather than rather than rather than rather than rather than oh yeah than, getting than, into the rather than, rhythm rather than rather than into the later 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 i just decided S- to remix the last later, part of yeah. my sentence yeah i yeah. think that's um you know something you should bring up in the first session yeah. <laughs> okay, you tell me where I'm going wrong, and I'm just going to live remix you with my mouth. <laughs> You're going to what? What? Oh. Remix me with your mouth. Do you have a science news? Or you... I can do a little bit of a science news, yeah. Give me some... Shove some science up my uh, nostrils. Okay, that went a different place than when I thought, um, and I'm grateful. Of course you did, mate. Of course you did. Well, we've been talking about going to the gym. <laughs> uh, play the jingle. It's that time. Time for science news. Enjoying those vibes, enjoying the grooves, enjoy some nudes. Um, so this is a bit of science news that came out in the past month. Pretty, actually it's not, but I'm going to ignore what the date on the article says. And I only discovered it recently. Um, this is an article in the European Pharmaceutical Review. Uh, pretty exciting um, bit of news. It is as follows. Novel HIV vaccine approach shows promise in landmark first-in-human trial. The vaccine was able to target the desired immune cells and could become the first stage of a multi-step vaccine strategy to combat HIV and various other viral diseases. So, a novel vaccine approach for the prevention of HIV has shown promise in Phase 1 trials, according to the organizations who inspected, um, the vaccine successfully stimulated the production of the rare immune cells needed to generate antibodies against HIV in 97% of participants. This vaccine is... Oh, that's that's way more science than I need to read out. Um, the, the amazing <laughs> thing, which is uh, the reason I bring it up, is that this approach is based on Moderna's Absolutely. COVID vaccine. And it's COVID tech acceleration that, that you know, one year in which everyone spent suddenly focusing on viruses, this tech is already being now rolled out into different categories, different diseases and different viruses and showing amazing returns, like a 97% antibody response rate in phase one human trials for an HIV vaccine is crazy. 
and they're saying that this kind of thing will also benefit um, uh, stuff for cancer um, in the future as well. So I just thought it was an interesting uh, launching off point to consider the potential global health benefits that COVID could bring about. If this minor little shockwave, well, that's very dismissive. If what has become a fairly uh, low impact in a global and historical sense pandemic um, has enabled... If you, if you compare the COVID, uh, yes, it's had hundreds of thousands of deaths, all of which terrible and, and should not have happened. But on a global sense, in a global epidemic or pandemic sense, there have been more deadly and more disruptive viruses that have swept the earth previously. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay. So, And they're also still saying, oh, there'll be a worse one coming. This is like a baby trial. This is us learning as humans whether we can, <laughs> and can yeah, do the things that. necessary to... Um, stop transmission and that sort of stuff. Um, oh man. Anyway, yeah, that's that's a thought that I don't really want to have at the moment. But if having this this challenge, this this sad and devastating and economically damaging and physically damaging and psychologically damaging year has led to a concerted scientific focus on one type of technology and with one medical application and it's now been expanded to other diseases then potentially having this kind of tech now which could be applied to cancer or applied to hiv the number of lives that it could save as a result of directly having the covid um, crisis it's kind of an interesting sudden um value question right like a yeah we didn't want this to happen but out of the the bad there is now a potentially very big good like a very big upside definitely and i think there's going to be a lot of good that comes out on, in many different areas you know even just air travel is going to go down because people know that they don't for, for those meetings they don't need to be in person they can do it quite effectively over the internet so yeah every, we're going to reduce the pollution effect and or people will just come out you know, as soon as it's over and just go extra hard and just ruin all, everything. It's possible, but, but I, I think there will be changes, like you say. like the Even if it's just the flexibility of work from home life, not in a way that everyone yeah. loved working from home, but in a, well, I'm sick today, I'm not going to go into the office. That yeah. is a manifestly better situation if people are more reasonable about, well, either work from home if you feel like it or don't because yeah, it's we can all cope with it. Um, yeah, don't you think gone, gone are the days of um, like oh, I'm a bit I'm a bit sick, but I'll I'll just soldier on. Like that's not going to be a thing anymore. Like you're sick, so. get the fuck home. Yeah, you know? I hope so. Yeah, I think there'll be some industries in which that doesn't fully take over. I think there'll still be like those residual skeptics or like oh fucking tough up your pussy, you know. Uh, get into the office and or you won't have a job on Monday, you know, like there'll, yeah. there'll still be some of that crap. It will, it will, I think it will decline. I think you're I right. I think people are more conscious of the stuff that comes out of other people. Now we've all yeah. seen the news. We've all seen those, those graphics that like show the yeah. person on 2d on the side spraying all the thing. Everyone's seen that now. Yeah. So, you know, wearing a mask is the, uh, 
what's the name? Decent, decriminalized. Uh, D. D. Oh, I know. I had it, and then you forgot it. Now I can't remember it. Um, Tri- de- uh, not stigmatized. Destigmatized. Destigmatized. Yeah, when when you see a person wearing a mask, like the, by the way, Asia was doing this totally. years ago. Yeah, you see people in Japan wearing masks. They're not wearing masks. Well, and you know why? They, they're wearing masks because they don't want to get sick from. They don't because they had the, the SARS. But they had their own mini pandemics. They just exactly. didn't cross they over, their, right? They had their their own COVID. Yeah, you know, isn't that crazy to look back on now with a bit of understanding and empathy and be like, "Fuck, there was a virus like running rampant in cities." And we just totally. literally lived our lives. We literally changed nothing. <laughs> Didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. And that's... I actually, Nick, I actually listened to um, our episode just before I the think, pandemic I think broke. you said this on the last podcast as well. Did I? Yeah. I don't think I did. But I, I, you I went back and listened, listened to the... To yeah. Yeah. And it was like... It was it was Just before we mentioned it or just before we went down into lockdown? Like we went just before we off. went down into lockdown, right, yeah. I was so cavalier. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, nah. And I remember that mindset. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, this is just another thing. Like Ebola was the most recent one yeah. that was in my mind. Yeah. When I was thinking of COVID, I was like, it'll never get here. One week later, don't have a job. Crazy. Did your uh, personal trainer just Yeah, we're booked again? in for 9am. Yeah. Uh, so... I thought you were deciding whether or not to book him. No, he'd got the time wrong. So it was meant to be 10, but uh, he he booked it wrongly. Um, so that's why I'm, that's why I'm a bit annoyed. Um, but you <laughs> what know, color hair no he pain, have? no gain. I've never looked at his head. <laughs> Good. <laughs> if you've enjoyed Good. this kind of nonsense, uh, I'm so glad to have you back. Thank you for being here. It's been nice to bring you along in what was a nice little catch up for us both. Uh, There's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of other episodes out there. You can scroll down that podcast player and pick out any episode you like. Have you listened to 67? What an episode. What a... It wasn't? Oh, okay. 68? 69. 69 was fucking awesome, dude. Okay. Fucking sick. The sex number. Um, if you uh, have a question or a comment, then you can send it to deepford at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us at anywhere. Well, by <laughs> the phrasing of that, <laughs> I, I got out that phrasing very aggressively and then I didn't know where to go from it. Uh, you can reach us anywhere at Deep Four. That's Twitter, that's at Facebook, that's at Instagram, that's at SoundCloud. That is at uh, Baker's Delight. <laughs> And oh. um, if you want to uh, listen to, uh, fuck, I don't know. Look, it's been a while, okay? Fuck, I'll get back into it. I'm sorry. They know. They know. You're they dusty. Know. You're rusty. I'm you're dusty. Slusty. I'm rusty. I've had a hot ginger gin and tea. And it's it's just, it's sitting nicely. I'm thinking about not drinking. Okay. For an expended period of time. You've done that before and enjoyed it. You slept better. It did. Thinking about doing it again. But the problem is, things keep coming up. Mm. Events keep coming up. Drinky things. Drinky things. Things mm. that you need to drink at. Yeah. <laughs> I have fantas- I have fantasized about being like a guy that is sober and like telling people at parties, 
No, sorry, I don't. I don't drink. I don't drink. Why um, do you? I'm why do you have sober. a different accent in these hallucinations? Because I, this is sober, Mike. I'm okay. A, I'm like American. You can't tell where I'm from. Sorry, I don't drink. I'm. I'm actually sober. Yeah, I. I was a big alcoholic, and I got a lot of stories. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't for me, and I just wanted to be better. And it wasn't I about s- the party. It was about the love. I stopped drinking, and uh, all my fingers grew back. <laughs> ah, that'd be such a good, such a good line at a party, just <laughs> just just to be like a like some if you're at like a hotel, someone with a waitress with or waiter with it's a waiter with champagne glass, champagne flutes, and just just telling them that. <laughs> It's like, sorry, I don't drink. I, I stopped drinking. All my fingers grew back. So, none, none for me. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Did you this have a been story? Bit city, dude. This has been bit city. This has been a lot bit, of bits in this. This has been bit bit dot ly. Um. Uh, I've got a question. You had for a question. You. I have a question. Yeah. That's what I was fumbling for. Martin Luther Queen. Now, just remember as we we um what no i'm gonna leave it um just remember as we ramble our way to the end that you've probably enjoyed the previous discussion somewhat so i'm not promising anything with this question but i do have a genuine question here and you come from a religious background so i'm hoping that you can you can clear this up for me okay love it already easter just passed yeah christos plus christ uh Jesus famously didn't have a great time of it. He got a little bit dead at the start. Things got better towards the end, right? Well put. <laughs> How long was Jesus out of it for, right? Three days. Three days. And what day was he crucified? Well, two two days because he this he this is my question, Michael. Good point. This is my He's, question. He He's gets going to bed Friday night. Friday. He has Saturday off, sure. Uh-huh. But then he wakes up Sunday morning. Sunday. It is Sunday, right? It's not just Great me. Great point. It's not just Great me. Great point. If he wakes up on Sunday, at best, that's like two and a half days. 100%. They've... And now that I think about it, Nick, I've had nights where I've gone to bed on Friday. I've had such a bender that I've, I've, I've lost a day as well. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. No one I... wrote a book about me. If you, let's say, you know, crucifixions, you've got to like nail all the wood together, drag it up a hill. You know, there's a crowd. You've got to get the PA system together. Let's call it conservatively the earliest you can get nails in the guys, maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Do you think come Sunday morning, he's going to wait till two to go walking out again? He's going to be hungry. He's going to want a bacon buddy. It'll be like 10 a.m. max. That is Wait. not three days. I'm sorry, that is not three days. It's it's a great it's point. Like I've never thought about it until you prompted 45 hours. So what you're saying is Jesus is a cheat. I think that he owes us at least another day and a half of dead. Go back to bed, fat man. Um, <laughs> Go back but... to bed, Jesus. Wait, so did Jesus... <laughs> It's not your time. We're good. Just 
controlling is that going to be our like end of podcast saying now like you know how some podcasts have the final line that they always say and ours is just Keep it go crispy. back to bed jesus all right let's just end every pod with go back to bed jesus mm, we'll see let's how we go <laughs> one episode um <laughs> Yeah, so did Jesus actually, do you know for a fact, for a fact, that Jesus rose on Sunday at 2pm? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm picking times here, right? But like, I was saying okay. that the 2pm was probably the Friday crucifixion time. Like that's, as, you can't get a crucifixion going at 9am. That's going to be some crowd challenge you there. I'm going to challenge you there, just having watched King of Kings probably 38 times with my okay. grandma Babcha. Shout out okay. to Babcha. Uh-huh. Um, and Jesus died around kind of dusk. Okay. So, so that's maybe even later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was, that, that doesn't disagree with what I said. I said the earliest you could get a crucifixion right. going is 2 p.m. So right. six o'clock, that's <laughs> totally valid. Such a good, such a good saying, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> such a good, such a good quote for your business card. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so but, let's let's call let's, let's say six p.m. Yeah, that means in order for him to be in that cave for three days, six p.m. Saturday, six p.m. Sunday, six p.m. Monday, he can't come out of that cave till six p.m. Monday for him to have been there right. for three days, right? And we celebrate it on Sunday. We're getting Great eggs point. out. We're letting the kids run around in caves in celebration mm. of Jesus Christ. And he's still bloody in there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Here's the thing that I just... And like you said, being someone who was religious or at least got brought up religious, here's what I think people don't do who actually believe in this bullshit. Like, they, they, they'll say that they believe that Jesus actually rose from the dead. But I, all, I always want to say, okay, just take it one step further. Just imagine you're there. And you see some Middle Eastern guy just coming out of a cave. And just all the shit that follows. Just imagine that shit. Imagine actually seeing that shit. It's absolute bullshit. Like, you, you can't imagine it because it didn't happen or it couldn't happen. You're saying your argument is that it's so... Like when you get into the specificities of what it looked like and what he did and then what happened next and all of the practicalities all of, of all it. All of the miracles. All when the you miracles, take it out of yeah. a fable, it becomes so implausible. Exactly. Think about it not as if it's some story you've heard a million times. Think about it actually happening. If you think it actually ha- just imagine it happening. Imagine how the, the advertiser that- would have covered it. <laughs> And I'm sure many people in Adelaide do. <laughs> ah, well, I'm glad that but you yeah, agree with great me. Great point. Oh, I agree with you. Couldn't agree with you more. And that's why I'm now an atheist. <laughs> Finally an atheist. Go back to bed, yeah. Jesus. I used to care so much about being an atheist. Okay, like, that was, was... like That was... was... Okay, so that was meant to be... That's right. Oh, <laughs> sorry. This, this is probably... <laughs> It's probably I it. forgot that we were. I forgot that we were recording. That's okay. Podcast. <laughs> so we're just hanging out. I did. <laughs>